0: Thanks for listening. This is Cute Girl Podcast. Hey, y'all, welcome back or welcome to the first ever episode of this podcast. I mean, this podcast has just been a dream to create. Um, And today we're going to be talking about a topic that I'm so passionate about, only because I really did struggle with confidence for so, so long my confidence journey really started uh i want to say when i was 14 i had gone through just a very big you know mental like breakthrough um i faced depression like head on i mean that was probably the hardest thing I'd ever have to do. Um, And I remember in those days where I would just cry and just not have any motivation to do anything, I remembered, like, you know, how will I, you know, be able to develop confidence, Um, especially being a plus-size girl? I mean, that's so... It's so hard, and I feel that now, since we're all so open about mental health, especially in uh, plus-size women and confidence in plus-size women, I mean, that's literally the greatest thing. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't really expect a plus size woman to be confidence. Um, but you know, after just doing my research and learning and adopting so many tips and skills, um, I really think I have it down and you know, there are some days that I wake up and I'm just like, "Mm, not feeling it today. Um, and then there are other days where I'm like on fire and just whatever. It is 2 19 p.m. I just got home from school um, and school. I mean, that is a huge, huge, huge part of everyone's life, especially high school. I mean, I think anything that happens to you in high school, you automatically think it's like the end of the world, even though it probably isn't. But those are probably the most four important, unimportant years of your life, if any of that made sense. I truly believe that developing confidence is a journey. So I thought in this episode, we would talk a little bit about developing confidence as a teenage girl. Teenage girls, I mean, I have no idea how we do it. I mean, it's hard to be a teenage girl to not want to punch someone in the face every five seconds, but we do it and we're bosses at it. And a lot of the time, confidence kind of ties into that. I truly believe that confidence and developing confidence, that's not an overnight thing. It's something that happens gradually over time. Um, And honestly, the first piece of advice that I have for anyone struggling with developing and mirroring confidence, fake it until you make it. I mean, I've heard this since I was a kid when I was trying to learn how to swim and I didn't know how fake it till you make it. You know, you hear this about so many things, but rarely is it ever tied to confidence. A lot of the time I struggled with confidence. You know, I would look in the mirror and just be like, Ugh, I hate the way this dress looks on me or I hate the way that I look today and just talk down on myself so much until I realized that faking it until I make it is just it's a great thing. I think now there's this uh, TikTok sound that's going, it's like, what do you do on the days that you, you know, don't feel as powerful and you know, whatever? And this girl goes, pretend. And, you know, it's it's a fun sound, but, like, really, there is a lot of truth to that because she even talks about, she's like, you know, it's better than crying yourself to sleep, and who wants to do that? And, really, she is right. Who does want to do that? Um, it's a lot of what I'm seeing on TikTok, um, a lot of, you know, audios and sounds and content that's being made that exemplifies where confidence comes from. It's, it's difficult to... Trace it to a root, um, especially depending on where you are in your life, in your lifestyle, and, you know, just whatever. Affirmations really did help me. Um, I personally am a big fan of this app called I Am. The app called I Am is an app that creates a home screen widget and shows daily affirmations upon duration customization. So you can choose how many times you want to see affirmations throughout your day in your Apple Home widgets. So you could say, you know, I want uh, one to two new affirmations every day. I want eight to 12 times a day. I want 10 times of uh, affirmations an hour. So if you're a person that you like to soak up all of those affirmations, all of those Parts of just developing confidence. I truly truly recommend from the bottom of my heart the app. I am you can even customize the appearance uh, the app uh, Icon like there are so many things that you can customize within this app, which is why I'm such a big fan of it I love apps where I can customize it to my style according to my schedule my lifestyle um, what I'm currently into and so many other things I actually don't have this in my show notes, but another, uh, I guess, website or, you know, whatever that I recommend is the website Poosh. This is Kourtney Kardashian's blog or website. She talks a lot about confidence, about gaining self-confidence, self-love, so many other things that I feel is very distraught, especially in the life of a teenage girl. I mean, some things that we're not necessarily taught, especially being a plus-size teenage girl. I mean, that's... I just cannot aim, I cannot talk about how much advice has been aimed to other people except teenage girls. I mean, it's, this is already a hard enough job that I'm not getting paid for. I might as well, you know, try to give advice on how to do things right. I am a big fan of this website. I mean, this website literally goes into it. it. You know, things that you will never hear someone talk about, this website talks about. I mean, it's truly great. The aesthetic is everything. Um, even on some articles, they'll recommend like some wellness products. This basically this website is all about wellness uh developing a lifestyle and a guide to living your best life which is something that every one of us needs a lot of the time we need tips on how to uh gain confidence and how to change our lifestyle i mean there are so many essential questions that can come from looking at confidence from the outside looking in when it comes to my third piece of advice. I oftentimes love to look at my confidence problem from the outside looking in. I think it's a, it's a fly on the wall kind of experience. It's very full circle um, and it's very enlightening. And it's something that I have a lot of experience with and I thought I'd pass it on to y'all. When you are looking at your confidence and your life from the outside looking in, you want to ask yourself basic essential questions. And I have three basic essential questions that I want to ask you that maybe you can ask yourself. The first essential question that I have is, what do you need to cut out? Do you need to develop school and work boundaries? And I have an analogy that can go along with this. Now, me personally, I had a really, really bad habit of, and this might not sound even that serious, of answering school emails on the weekend. There would be a lot of times where teachers and classmates would try to reach me on the weekend. And like, honestly, I would answer. I'd be up at 6 a.m. answering emails that were sent at 3 a.m. First of all, it's widely inappropriate to send someone an email at 3 a.m., regardless of what it's about. I mean, if that person is not a, a night owl, then I totally get it. But also it's like, I was a student. I was an online student at the time. And, you know, there would be teachers trying to reach me about things on the weekend. And personally... I have a certain way that I feel about homework on the weekends I, I don't like doing it I really don't I have certain days that I like to do homework so if I have an assignment that's due two weeks right now two weeks from now and the due date falls on a Friday I don't want to do homework on a Friday so I'm probably gonna get it done now maybe on a Tuesday so that way I can set my boundaries I can keep my boundaries in place it is a lot of work to keep your boundaries in place because in life there are constantly going to be people that are going to disrespect your boundaries you need to keep people like that in check and I guess maybe that might not apply to like school or work you know sometimes uh, answering things like that it is mandatory but definitely try your best to set those um, examples and to set those boundaries. My mom, she, oh my gosh, I love that woman. She is literally a rock star. Um, but a lot of the time, I mean, it's hard for her to shut her brain off, you know? And so as her daughter, I'm, you know, trying to be like mom, like you need to sit down, you need to like, you know, do whatever. Um, so it definitely is hard, especially I'm pretty sure you've seen a family member be tied up in work or school if they're a college student, high school student, and you see them being tied up in work emails and school emails and assignments and work projects, so many things you want to tell them like hey like it's okay if you need to detach if you need to unwind every now and then i think that confidence i mean it might not even seem like it ties into it but it really does you know if you're a person that you're lacking confidence ask yourself what you need to cut out is it school do you need to limit your time at work do you need to limit um the amount of schoolwork that you're given and believe me like or not you can go to your teachers and be like hey like there's stuff going on at home, like, your teachers are not going to be able to read your mind. Neither are your colleagues, your coworkers, your employers. I mean, you need to speak up and say, hey, like, I might need a little bit more time to do this uh, due to my mental health or, you know, anything of the sort. I mean, if it's completely just uh, non-negotiable, I mean, yeah, those are going to be times where you're going to have to go on with it and just say, hey, it is what it is and I'm just going to do this the best that I can even if you're giving 30%, you gave 100% of that 30%. Yes, I did get that from a TikTok. Don't ask. <laughs> um, but you know, it it's a lot of I have these boundaries and here's how you can respect them. And people who don't, I mean, the door. I mean, you know, what else is there to say? Other factors that I have of this essential question could be diet. I mean, what are things that you could cut out of your diet? Me personally, I never really worked well with meat or dairy. Occasionally, I'll have it. I have... I, blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh, this podcast is getting me so nervous that I'm just like, that, ah, you know? Um, but I have not given it up entirely. You know, I'll eat an ice cream or have some steak every now and then. But honestly, cutting out meat and dairy literally worked wonders in my life. And who knows? Maybe I'll include it in my diet again but I just found myself experiencing constant uh, stomach aches, bloating, so many things that just genuinely impacted me physically, emotionally, and all the other, you know, factors that came into diet. So maybe take a look at your diet and say, hey, I might do keto. Or if you're not well with keto, say, hey, I might do carbs or I might, um, you know, do whatever. Before making any decisions, definitely talk to a professional. This is not a substitute for medical advice, but Maybe look at your diet and, you know, really prioritize what it is. I definitely say make a note of what food groups you need most and what food groups you need less. So, for example, you may be a person that you need more protein than carbs or you may be a person that you may need more carbs and protein i mean it definitely depends on the person and you know do you take any supplements things like that you genuinely do have to look at your life and um what your body needs before making a drastic decision like this I know personally i wanted to look at food groups that i needed more of i really did need more protein i mean there were so many things so a lot of the time i would incorporate instead of meat i would incorporate like chicken or fish you know there's so many things um you can even do substitutes whatever i'm sure this is not a uh, secret but like whatever (laughs) I don't know, I feel like a little professional, not gonna lie, but I'm not, don't listen to me, but if this is a factor that you consider changeable in your life, definitely abide by that. And if it isn't, of course, I mean, do what you have to do, but that would be one of my tips for analyzing what you genuinely need to cut out. Another factor I had was shows. I mean, there were so many shows that I would watch that are just such, like, it's just so, like, it's crap. So um, I'm not going to really wade into the show's debatement because people have different opinions. Um, but just know, I mean, there are some shows that I've had to stop watching, mainly because I kept watching it over and over and over again. Mom, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about, and I have no shame in it. My mom would always shame me for like continuously watching The Office, but I'm like mom I don't care like I will watch nine seasons any day any day So, you know (laughs) Regardless of all that aside look into your shows. Also look at people that you're following. Are you following toxic people? Are you following people that are constantly posting about things that are hurting your mental health? Is there a person that you are constantly comparing yourself to that you need to unfollow? Is there someone that? you know, let's say they had a change in appearance and you are questioning yourself now. I am all for proper and appropriate things that can make you feel better about yourself, but do you follow toxic people? Do you follow friends that are not that good for you? You really have to ask yourself questions in terms of what do you need to cut out? My second essential question would be, who do you need to cut out? I have had a lot of experiences with fake relationships. Um, so many things that I genuinely, I needed to cut out of my life. Everyone in their lifetime will experience a fake friend, a fake relationship, a fake boyfriend, a fake girlfriend, anything of the sort me personally i was always very like shy to speak up in a friendship um i remember like when i was younger and i would be friends with boys or girls you know and if they would do something to irritate me i literally i would never speak up because i'm like you know i don't want to like make the situation awkward but no i fully disagree i mean if your friend does something that personally irritates you you need to speak up or else that resentment will build up over time but this topic is another time for another episode but in this you know essential question i'm really talking about toxic friends toxic relationships i mean what are you holding on to that has already let go of you i think that's another essential question to the essential question you know when you're looking at your life in terms of who you need to cut out you genuinely have to analyze this very well very carefully and very properly and appropriately i mean If you don't do this correctly, this is a big decision. It's something that you need to do correctly. I know for me, I I, want to say like a year ago, I followed over 2,000, close to 3,000 people on Instagram. And I want to say... 1200 of those people I didn't know personally and um it wasn't until I think it was the beginning of 2021 of this year that I looked at my following list and I'm like okay who do I need to unfollow who do I need to follow you know unfollow following however you want to you know incorporate that in terms of your life and cutting things out I really genuinely I had to look at what i was allowing in my life yes everyone deserves love but not everyone deserves equal access to your heart so in terms of analyzing i would definitely say look at your following list i mean that's probably the first thing that you think of when you think of cutting people out definitely look into your contacts i mean if it's necessary um look into social networks that you use most often for me the two social networks that i use most often is definitely instagram and snapchat um and TikTok as well so Maybe look into platforms that, you're const- that you are constantly find yourself um, using. And this not only applies to friends, this applies to YouTubers. I mean, there were so many YouTubers that I had to unsubscribe uh, from because when I would follow their channel, they would have like, you know, a decent following. But as they started to blow up, I mean, I started to genuinely dislike them, not as a person, but just the things that they would do because, I mean, fame does get to people's heads. That is, it's a fact. I used to follow this uh, YouTuber, which I'm not going to say her name because this is exactly why i just unfollowed her i realized that as she started um growing more on youtube on instagram TikTok, and all uh different platforms that she had she genuinely switched up as a person i noticed that she was becoming um very problematic and you know all all the above and i genuinely i i loved her as an influencer she really taught me a lot about fashion through her videos and all the above but I felt so just like wrong. I felt so wrong for, you know, including even though she wasn't like a present person in my life, following influencers and YouTubers and whoever that genuinely were not good for my mental health and taking a step back from that and unfollowing, unliking, unfriending, doing whatever I had to do genuinely made such an impact on my mental health as well. my third essential question is what needs to be revived this can mean so many other things whether this is reviving strange uh strained friendships strained relationships for a second i said stranged but i'm like no that's not the right one (laughs) this can mean so many things um for me personally in middle school there were a lot of people that i didn't like i was just like "Mm, i'd rather stay away from that person now being a sophomore in high school i mean i genuinely there are so many guys that i'm friends with that i'm like wow you're so cool and so many girls that i'm friends with and i'm like wow like why wasn't i friends with any of you guys in middle school and genuinely as a person you change and in middle school you think everyone's your friend in high school you're really figuring yourself out in high school you're figuring out what you want what you want to do with your life after and outside of high school i mean there's a lot of things it's a very important and essential but yet unimportant and unessential if those are even words part of your life um and genuinely people are going to change you're going to switch friends sometimes you're not going to stay friends with the people that you are friends with and it is upsetting to think about but it is what it is and you can't do anything to change that For me personally, gaining friends that lifted me up and encouraged me and supported my decisions, supported my appropriate and healthy decisions. I mean, personally, real friends are going to tell you whether or not you're doing something wrong and not, you know, critically and being like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you did that. No, real friends are going to say, hey. Maybe you shouldn't have handled that situation correctly. They're going to bring your crap to your face. Those are the real friends that you need in your life. You're going to need friends that are going to keep you accountable, that are going to help you gain confidence, that are going to lift you up, and who are going to hype you up as well. I mean, literally, so many... Um, I wasted so so much time seeking validation from people I knew was were never going to give me validation in the first place. You know, but you always you always want to seek validation and and acceptance. Everyone wants to be accepted, everyone wants to be liked, and everyone wants to be wanted. It feels nice to be accepted, liked, and wanted. Um, And so when I found that I wasn't experiencing that in certain friendships and certain relationships, I had to take a step back and really consider and analyze, would this really be worth it? Would this be something that is going to be worth my time in the future? Those are the three essential questions that I have for gaining and developing confidence. Um, and before that, those were tips that I had on developing confidence. I genuinely think that confidence is something that I really struggled with as a plus size girl, you know, and I still do sometimes. There are days where. I'm just like, "Mm, it's fine. And then other days where I'm like, woo, I am hot stuff, you know? So everyone does have on and off days, um, but I think I really do have it jam packed. And maybe I, maybe I like am not, but whatever. The point is. Gaining confidence is especially especially important as a teenage girl and it is especially hard to do that as a teenage girl Let alone in high school Um, so that was something that I really wanted to talk about I really hope y'all enjoyed the first episode of cute girl podcast this podcast literally it's been a dream You know recording these episodes everyone that knows me knows that I can talk for hours It's not a surprise that I developed a podcast and just noticed such like uh that I had opinions on that i'm like you know i think like the world want to hear this and so it is nice to be able to share your you know my speech and my writing um with you and you know everything of the sort i really hope you all enjoy this episode and i will see y'all in the next episode